Hello, welcome to Evering Football today with uh, me, Tony McSherry, and joined alongside me today is uh, Christopher Watson, uh, was previously on the Evering Football show in the past, you might remember of diehard fans, <laughs> you've listened to Evering Football, we know there's some of you out there, you'll be listening someday, you'll be, you'll be back. <laughs> uh, thank you for joining me Christopher. Thank you Tony, thanks for having me. Uh, it's a pleasure show it is. Um, so today we're going to be chatting about um, our time, well, different uh, stadium experiences we've been to in the past, different stadiums we've visited. And one that me and Christopher visited recently along with uh, Ryan O'Hara as well too. Uh, we visited the Bay Arena. Bay Arena in Germany, this would have been roughly about, and firstly again we're outside at the moment so apologies for any background noise you may hear during this recording. Fortunately, uh, it's out of our control unless we go annoy the neighbours. Hit them with something, I don't know. <laughs> um, so we're going to talk about the Bay Arena. The Bay Arena, home of Bayer Leverkusen. Bayer Never Loosen, you may hear the name sometimes in FIFA. Some uh, ultimate teams may have the name. Wasn't the way to with that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's cer- <laughs> certainly true, so it is indeed, Christopher. Um, and at this time, this was around roughly November 2018. Yeah. It was Bayer Leverkusen versus Hoffenheim. Um, so the game finished 4-1. The Hoffenheim, the away team, of course. Um, but what we mostly want to focus on is about the stadium. Um, so, Christopher, basically just for you. Firstly, what did you really think of the stadium? Just um, your general first thoughts, maybe when you first seen it in person, walking up to the yeah. stadium. Well, when I first seen it, it sort of just came. It just came out of the blue, didn't it? Like one minute you were walking through like a bit of a park. Yeah, it was very nice. So the outside of it was really nice and clean looking, very modern, you would say. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's really nice. Yeah, no, same for me as well too. I remember just walking up to it. Um, and again, like it, it is such a nice, beautiful area. So many trees as well too. Um, and from the outside, it reminds you a little bit like uh, a smaller version of uh, the Olympic Stadium, uh, West Ham play at usually yeah. actually. A little bit, I got sort of light with the sort of arcs on the outside yeah. of it a little bit. Um, but you could hear, you could certainly hear the fans because we we did arrive a wee bit late. We did arrive ten minutes in, I think. But um, <laughs> yeah, out of our, out of our control. Fans <laughs> outside before you could actually see the stadium, and as I said, you just turned the corner and there it was. But you could, there was a good sign, from, especially outside. Yeah, and also obviously at the time we were in Mannheim at the moment. Um, you visited me on Erasmus. Um, also it took about three hours roughly on the bus, the Flix bus. Yeah. Um, how did you find the Flix bus? Of course, our bus driver very famously looked like a uh, person you know very well, Maurizio Sarri. You did alright, that was right. <laughs> my friend back then, no longer my friend, he's a defensive man. Oh, of course, Maurizio Sarri. I mean, I've never really travelled around Europe like that, especially on the Flix bus, but I think it's class how you can go from. Where, I can't remember where the Flix bus actually, that bus itself started. Um, it, it started it oh, originally. Would have been actually, I think it would have been Munich. But it was, was it going to Amsterdam? That's where it was stopping. I think it was going to Amsterdam. Usually, that, that blew my mind. <laughs> How far it goes. Like, yeah. it would have been going for about 13 hours or something, probably. For the price as well. Like, it, it was definitely worth it. Yeah, we booked it, I think, last minute. So, that's again, which, you know what, I think to be fair, the last person who booked it, I think, was it me, possibly. You just got in quicker than me, remember? I got my 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 fur cost like an extra three euro, I think. Yeah, that was just. <laughs> That's the way it goes, isn't it? Like minutes later. Yeah, yeah that is true. And as again, I think if you're ever going to the Flixbus, we both probably agree they always book early. Yeah, definitely plan ahead. I suppose we didn't really. Well, we could have 
Yeah. Yeah, that's true, definitely. Like, and obviously we got off in uh, Cologne Airport. Uh, this is Terminal Two, I think, in Cologne Airport actually. And it was actually very quiet. I remember when we arrived there. Yeah, and it was really you, ghostly, you very quiet. Cologne, Leverkusen, but it was close by. Wasn't very it? close by, only about maybe twenty-five minutes. Maybe you'd see a wee bit more atmosphere. Maybe people, the away fans, travelling to Cologne to get to the stadium. But mm -hmm. um, was very, it was quite weird. Hardly, it was very quiet. Yeah. And did you feel um, it was a hindrance that you didn't know? Well, same for me as well, too. German language. Well, you wouldn't say you're fluent in German or anything like yeah. that there. Did I find that difficult? Very much so, yeah. And it was actually, we were glad to have you there because <laughs> you've had that experience. You've dealt with Germans you've maybe a little bit. Germany, yeah. yeah. And it does help that a lot of Germans, like their second uh, language, language yeah. is English. And that's what we struggle with. We really never need to not use English. Everywhere we go, we hope that people can understand us. Yeah. So no. Maybe it's something we need to work on, especially going to countries like that, but um, it did help that you were there yourself really, <laughs> and people did understand English, and everyone was very helpful. Yeah. Everyone no. we asked, no one said, sorry, I don't know, or don't speak English. They did really try and help us, which is very nice. And then, yeah, of course, uh, speaking about that, uh, about missing the, or being 15 minutes uh, late to the match, it's a bit of a funny altercation on the way, but we just found ourselves in the, the wrong train by accident. The wrong train going further away from the stadium than we actually were. <laughs> going. And it was just by fluke, some girl heard us speaking about Leverkusen. She was like, sorry, are you looking for the Leverkusen stadium? We were like, yeah, we're going to the match. You are going further away from it. You need to go back where you came from and get on this train. <laughs> That's why we were 15 minutes. <laughs> Yeah, that is true. Uh, it, was, it was just funny. We actually arrived at the game as well too, and we already missed a goal. We missed the, the best goal of the game of the five goals. The Reece five. Nelson. Reece Nelson, Reece former Arsenal man. A strange angle, didn't he? Sorry, yeah. It was like a short corner, and he sort of played it out the edge of the box. That's right. Yeah. Whipped it in top corner. Oh, that is right indeed. And also about the match too. Who do you think was maybe your standout player? Do you think? Well, I was excited to see Leon Bailey. I think because when I play, I would play on the wing myself, and I like his pace. But um, it was just raw pace, and um, well, he, he didn't start, I remember he came on for someone, I can't remember who came off, someone came off injured, so it was good to see him, but yeah, but him and Bellarabi, no, Bellarabi scored a good goal, Yeah. to make it one each, and it was interesting to see Kevin Bolland, because I know he plays sort of different positions at times, he would sometimes play up front, and he's sometimes on the winger, behind the striker, so it was good to see how he played, but um, it's good to be a neutral and just to watch. You're not focusing in on something, a certain thing, so you're sort of looking at everything. It was just good to see, obviously, a different match in a, a different country. Yeah. That was my first match that I hadn't seen a, an English team play. It was your first, team in, uh, first time in Germany, first or first time, time Germany, as well, yeah. yeah. Um, how would you find Germany too, as well, back home? How would you find it? Well, Very just... different. We, there's a lot to learn, isn't there? Hard. Their transport works compared to us, and we're very minute country compared to Germany, but um, just for the whole traveling, the away games and stuff, it's very easy. It is, yeah. They do care a lot about their fans in Germany. It's uh, the Hoffenheim game I went to. I think I might be the same for our ticket. It lets you travel for free if you show your tick match ticket yeah. on the trains. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's probably why I was so packed as well after the match. Do you remember? Remember that? Yeah. There was everyone everyone's there. Everyone's there. In that grind. You think about now, what's. Sort of yeah, it was such a long walk back, I remember, I think, as well, didn't it? Like, it was a, yeah, we didn't walk through that park, remember, we actually, we were running.
rolling through that park at the start because we were late. <laughs> That's right, I remember that well, yeah. Yeah, I remember Ram was the most excited. Ram was very excited as well when we got there. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's also about that there. I think obviously Germany are very secure with bags. A lot of teams now as well too. Yeah. And then, yeah, we actually had to go around the other sort of side of the stadium. We were at the wrong place. Mm -hmm. With the, the sniffer dogs and all around. I suppose everywhere has that these days. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, you did feel a bit secure. And that aspect that no one was coming in with anything maybe suspicious. And no one had the, the opportunity to come in with anything suspicious. They had it really down to a T, you would maybe say. Yeah. And how would you, Christopher, describe, describe the atmosphere in the Bay Arena? I thought it was good. It was, Hoffenheim were making, rightly so, were making more noise than Leverkusen because they were 3-1 uh, up at one stage, 4-1 up, but I like the, the, how they use, have the drums, they're, they're allowed to bring drums in and they're, they're like jumping up and down and stuff, they're always singing in Germany, like. um, but even the Leverkusen fans were behind the goal, mm -hmm. they're sort of cop, that was really good, and they had, they had a few like uh, flags and banners and stuff as well, That's right, yeah. but uh, just different atmosphere. Yeah. back home than what you're used to watching on the TV or if you're lucky to go to games yourself but it's very different but yeah better. no I must say for me yeah I think it was I thought it was a nice atmosphere although I don't think it was that full some parts of the stadium there's a few places that were just a wee bit we just say patchy just yeah empty and it might have because it was a free o'clock kickoff could be yeah well, that, well I don't know maybe hmm. it's just really you get that anywhere maybe in Germany you'll still get I don't think the stadiums are never full. I know watching stuff on TV, but it's the same anywhere you go. France, Italy, there's. Yeah, that's yeah. true. It's their, their sort of culture, so it is. Um, and also, uh, yeah, at the time, actually, the manager of Hoffenheim was um, current manager now of RB Leipzig, Julian Nagelsmann. Um, what do you think of Julian Nagelsmann? Very good. Very positive, forward-thinking sort of way of playing. Very different way of playing. Mm -hmm. um, You'd like to see him in the Premier League at some stage. I'm not sure if he would want to go, but that was another aspect of the game that you were before you were like traveling to the game. That was something you were want to want to look out for the way he yeah. plays. Sometimes he plays three at the back, five at the back. Mm -hmm. But uh, see it now in Leipzig, how he plays. Yeah, and Barry Leverkusen are a team, of course, who used to be in the Champions League a bit more often. I'll see the last of two thousand in there. Two Champions League final to Real Madrid. It was famous for the Zidane goal. That's right. The volley. I think it was time in Berbatov and Balak. Yeah. Playing from that time. And also they played uh, Chelsea in the past, uh, Barry Leverkusen as well, in the 2011-12 season. Uh, Enrique Villas-Boas was the right. manager as well. So I think they they used to have a bit of European pedigree about them. They've just sort of lost it. I don't know, maybe they've lost it or other teams in Germany, like Leipzig have came about and sort of stole their thunder maybe you would say mm -hmm. but uh you, you do miss them in the Champions League like they are a good team they've got a lot of good players especially the minute Kai Havertz yeah very promising player um it would be good to see him play in the Premier League but I think he looks likely to go to Bayern if he's gonna leave he will go to Bayern yeah Bayern Munich of course are around every everyone. every like decent player in the Bundesliga he's upcoming Bayern Munich around him like a <laughs> Something like yeah. near flies, aren't they? Yeah, like it's flies around something. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, but no, so it's Bar Bar Arena. Um, for me, I think it is really nice, unique stadium. It's a quite modern stadium as well, too. Yeah. Um, if you compare it, maybe 
me, I would say maybe older ones, probably like, uh, say, the Allianz Arena. Some parts do look quite modern, some parts do look a wee bit old, although it's only uh, from 2005 actually, but yeah. still a bit outside, but it's after any few years, stadiums do worry a bit. Yeah, I think they're more worried about Chatterford as much, like, increasing the capacity as much as possible. Yeah. Barnes is a good club, but yeah, I don't think they really went for looks. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I, the other thing I like to pick up on was the banners and stuff outside the ground. I remember seeing Michael Ballack's poster, well, not a poster, but like a, a photo on uh, around the arena. There was a few different players. Yeah. Ballack was the one that came to mind for me with him. Chelsea player, and I'm a Chelsea supporter, but mm -hmm. it's good to remember to take photos and stuff like that. And I like that in, in grounds where they sort of appreciate past players. Yeah. Um, it's like, it's kind of like a bit of, gives it like a museum sort of vibe where they just appreciate who's played for them and what they've done. No, but uh, Balak, yeah, he's long, he had a good couple of years at Leverkusen. He started there and then he came back after Chelsea. But, um, yeah, good service. It's, it's just showing respect for who's played for them. And for you, Christopher, then to... Talk, as we're talking about football stadiums, is there a certain stadium around Europe that you would hope to visit someday? And what would be your reason for that? If we had to pick I always one. wanted to go to Park de, is it Park de Prince where PSG play or what's there? P PSG, Park, Park de Prince. Yeah, I would like to go there. I've sort of, I've, I've always wanted to travel to Paris and that's probably the main reason other than the Eiffel Tower would be to go to um, PSG's ground. Because I like, I like PSG these days, I like Neymar and Mbappe and stuff and the whole uh, they really good football as well too, yeah. They're Jordan and stuff, that's sort of fashionable yeah. side to it. But um I would like to go to just to see Neymar and Mbappe play, it would be really nice. Yeah. To visit the stadium as well. It's a, it looks a nice stadium. It is, yeah, Paris Saint Germain Stadium is it's a lovely part. It's a nice You've part of France there. as well too. You've been there yourself, haven't you? Yeah, um I find it well actually funny enough, Neymar wasn't playing that much. <laughs> he, <laughs> that's of course. Away, I think it might have been something to do with uh we, uh, is he always have an excuse for injuries? <laughs> It's always around Mark's time, it's his sister's birthday, <laughs> isn't it? We that's, always have this same angle. That's right, yeah. Um, so unfortunately, yeah, we don't know what Neymar's doing in his time then. Um, but yeah, I find Paris, it's a lovely place, well, and a very nice part of the city. It's very close to where actually the French Open takes place. Yeah. Um, that part of France around near the south. Um, it is well worth a visit, so it is too as well. Again, the security is very high there. Of course, recent attacks uh, happened in the past. Uh, yeah. It's not the France in Paris. Yeah, right. And I've, yeah, if you were going to Park de France, that's a handy thing. You're not too far from the Stade de France. Well, maybe no, 30 minutes maybe on the metro line, 35 yeah. minutes. I hear the, the transport to France around Paris is actually very good. I'm a bit complicated at but yeah, it's they, easy to get to from A to B, sort of. Yeah, their underground is very, it's like near like, yeah, like New York, sort of, in a way. Yeah. It's very good to get around to. And then also, Christopher, just for you, what do you think is the best stadium of all time and why? Well, what's your, what's your favourite stadium, actually, should I say, of all time? Your favourite stadium? It has to be Stamford Bridge, doesn't it? Chelsea. I mean, I've <laughs> been twice before, but any time I go, it's just, it brings me brings me great joy to be there. Obviously, watching them a lot, of, I always watch them on TV, but to actually just go and visit it. I just, I, I like uh, Stamford Bridge for the size of it as well. I think no matter what seat you're sitting in, it's a, you've got a good side of the match. Like, you look at some pitches or some uh, stadiums where the like Old Trafford, seventy-five thousand on, mm -hmm. and you might be up at the very top, and you might have might not have a good view of the, the game. But Stamford Bridge, anywhere you go, you've got a good seat. Nice view. It's a very old-fashioned stadium as well, too. Yeah, I like the way it looks from the outside and the hotel and stuff. I've actually stayed in that hotel, and um, 
yeah, it's a very nice hotel, but just to see it attached down to the stadium is really nice. Mm-hmm. And the talk about uh, going to a, or taking Stamford Bridge down and uh, making a new, is it 60,000 I think they're looking for? Um, yeah, they've always talked about that, Chelsea in the past. The pla- they're struggling with the plan on approval, I don't know if it's who's opposed to it, is it the, the public around, the residents, or I'm not too sure, but I'm, I'm, I'm not too, I'm a bit iffy on it, like I like Stamford Bridge the way it is, but at the same time, Chelsea's a is a growing club. It's a, it's one of the biggest clubs in the world. They need to f- accommodate more fans. They need sixty odd thousand every week, and they would get sixty odd thousand every week. But mm-hmm. it just wouldn't be the same. Stamford Bridge is very, it's a nice nice ground. Yeah, and then just uh, finishing off in uh, talking again with the Barina. Um, it's the last question. How would you uh, sum it up? Maybe in uh, maybe we'll say three words, or maybe just one word actually to sum up the stadium overall. And would you recommend it? Well, the one word that comes to mind is unique. Mm-hmm. I suppose every ground is unique, but that just just um, was just very nice. Uh, just something different. You don't really see grounds like that back home in, well, in, in the UK. So it was just nice architecture at the end of the day. And yeah, I would recommend yeah. it. It's good atmosphere from away fans and the home fans. I think near the end of the game when it was 4-1 to Hoffenheim, the crowd sort of eased off a bit, but yeah, uh, atmosphere like German football. And the last quick one, sorry to ask you, uh, what would you give the rating out of 10? I'd say a 7, or maybe an 8. 7.5. 7.5, that's a big in the middle, eh? Um, yeah, 7.5. I think for me, yeah, I think I would go for about 7 as well, too. Um, it's a nice stadium, I think it is definitely one of those ones to visit, if you ever visit in Germany. Um, something different out in the way. Obviously, Bayern Munich are the biggest team in Germany. Everyone wants to always go there. But uh, Bayern Leverkusen, I think, as well. And it's more affordable as well, the price. Yeah, I think it's uh, Well, I looked at prices of Bayern before I, I met up with you, and I, I think it might be 120 euro for one of the Yeah. Um, this is just more for fans, maybe you're a bit more, yeah. Students wise, student wise, maybe yeah. it suits better. Yeah, Leverkusen would be your best, best bet. And uh, that's uh, the end of today's uh, episode of Ring Football. Uh, thank you very much, Christopher, for joining me. Good to have you on. Thanks very much for having me. Pleasure. Uh, thank you very much, Ian. Um Do make sure to keep listening to future podcast episodes we'll have of Ring Football in future and this edition of reviewing different football stadiums around Europe.